and welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This podcast. This week, Zach's a kung fu hobo and Sean's a tyrannical cyborg because we're watching Surf Ninjas. How's it hanging, Gumby? Why are we watching this? What is up, my guys? I'm Sean. I'm Zach. What's up, dickheads? Who the fuck is that? (laughs) We have a guest in the room. It is my house. Today. A spiritual guest. Spiritual Spiritual guest. A ghost. The Holy Ghost. Oh my gosh, thank you. This week, Rachel's joining us. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up? What's up? Hello. Um. Thank you for calling late nights. She's joining us for Surf Ninjas. Yes. Surf Ninjas is also a big thing. This movie was requested. This was the first requested film. Oh, really? For the podcast. What? Requested by Keith. Thank you, Keith. We did Surf Ninjas just for you, bro. And I want you to know, Keith, that I had to buy this movie. (laughs) (laughs) This movie came out in 1993. It is an action comedy movie with a rating of PG. It runs an hour 27 minutes. It was directed by Neil Israel, who wrote Real Genius and Police Academy. Oh. And it was written by Dan Gordon, who wrote the Zorro series, uh, Passenger 57, <laughs> oh. and The Hurricane. Okay. Yes, I know. Okay. We all just started going, yeah. oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this movie has an IMDb rating of 5.1. There is no listed budget. However, this movie made some money in the bof- box office. Bafafa? Bafafa. <laughs> How much money do you think this movie made in the Bafafa? One million dollars. Four point nine million dollars in the yeah. box office. That's almost five. This movie made a lot more money in the box office than I thought it did. Yeah, it's quite Rob honestly. Uh, you think Robert Schneider was he's the sell? The, you think he was the sell on this one? Um, We're like no sideburns, damn. Yeah, and he had no sideburns in this film. Yeah. That was kind of odd. So real quick, this movie is about um, the unassuming heirs to an Asian empire who must fight the tyrannical overlord that has held their native country captive for over a decade. That's what the movie's about. Yep. With a lot of surfing in it, though. And when I say a lot, I mean it's, very fucking little surfing. Like two yeah, scenes. Two scenes in the whole movie. <laughs> um, yeah, the montage with the credits in the beginning and then some, like, paddle boarding. Had you seen this movie, Zach? I thought I had, but now I don't think I have. Had you seen this movie, Rachel? Absolutely not. I watched this movie semi-religiously as a child. (laughs) I love this movie. Um, Loved. You're also the youngest. We'll see if I still do. And I am the youngest in the room, so that might have something to do with it. With that being said, this movie came out a year after I was born. So you guys were more susceptible to watching this than I was. I own the DVD, because there's no Blu-ray, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. No HD, sideburnless, rupture. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Looking like a wax kitty. But the DVD <laughs> gave me this nostalgic feeling in my gut when it gave me the option for full screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean wanted to go full screen, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? No, it, we're going to watch it how it should be watched, which is widescreen. And so we watched it widescreen, and immediately I realized this movie's racist. But is it? I don't think so, actually. And I wanted to talk about that, but maybe we'll wait to the end to talk about that, because it's kind of an interesting... Well, it's interesting. I feel like initially you think so, but yeah. We get Tone Loke in this movie. The dog. I Hell yeah. totally forgot that he's in this movie, and it's because his character is kind of pointless in this movie. Oh, he's super pointless Almost and awful. honestly, but... Um, we also get Ernie Reyes, and if you're going, well, which one? Junior or senior? Uh, Guess what? Yep. Both. <laughs> 
bitch. No, that being said, Ernie Reyes Jr. Is a fine I'm attacking you right now, you asshole, because you're actually Ernie Reyes the third, because your grandpa's name was also Ernie Reyes. Wow, they went by Ernie? You fucking... <laughs> they all chose that name, huh? Uh, I guess. Well, I guess the last one. Chose? Was. I don't know well, if you choose your name. Someone chose a name for them, but... Someone really liked Ernie. They were like, fucking Sesame Street slaps, y'all. We Back also get day. Leslie Nielsen in this movie. Yes. Who I fucking love. Icon, treasure, legend, myth. Very he... few lines. In my opinion, is used perfectly in this movie. Oh, oh, he was like instantly my favorite part of the whole movie oh, yeah. as soon as he showed up on screen. And we'll get into that because it's a reoccurring bit that happens in this movie, and it's funny every time it happens. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Immediately, the movie throws you into some surfing, and we get Van Halen. Yeah, hell yeah. Which I did not know this was Van Halen. Even listening to it, no. I was like, neither did I. But it was awesome. It was super. I was cool. into it. That whole montage was great. Now, Ernie Reyes Jr. also executive produced this movie. Oh, what? of course he did. Junior? Yeah. How old is he? I well, think he, he was, was like in his late twenties. Late twenties. He now at this point he had worked on the first two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, live action movies. Mm-hmm. The child? Uh, no, well, not the kid. Not, not the small kid. The the, 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 medium the older kid. kid. Yeah. yeah, the fifteen he was year in his old. 20s. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um. This is normal. I mean, yeah. look at the cast I mean, of Save from right, the Bell. But... They were not. Teenagers. Oh, no. Did you say saved from the bell? Saved by the- by the- <laughs> <laughs> look out for that fucking bell, dude. It's coming. Taco Bell. Well, speaking of ages and differences in this, I mean, Rob Schneider's playing a teenager and he's 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why he didn't okay. sideburns. Um, <laughs> like they fell out? <laughs> like kids don't have sideburns. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, that's how you. Alex with sideburns. He might be an adult. No. Uh, um, that's the indicator. That's how I know. Moto surfing is a thing in this movie's Moto universe. Surf. Yeah, and they do it once. They do it once, but apparently someone else was like it's doing it thing. too. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Like what? Why? Because surfing is big. And... But, yeah, okay. it was dumb. Now, it was more these scenes with these kind of weird goofs that I kind of had this feeling of these like are some MTV edits. That they kind of did, where it would do these, like, random cuts, like, where it would do the same little thing twice. Yeah. Or, uh, it would kind of just jump to somebody's face really quick as a reaction, and it was kind of like, oh. It was almost jarring, to yeah. be honest with you. I liked it. Uh, it was fun, but it was Only a little bit jarring. Only because it's a funny thing. I don't sure. know. Sure. We were talking about Ernie Reyes Jr. He was in the first two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. He was not in the third one, because he made was making this film. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, well, makes sense. He was Donatello's stunt actor in the first one. Yeah. And in the second movie, he had his own character. Yep. Oh. Um, yeah, he's kind of the main character in it, aside from the from Ninja the, Turtles, the Turtles themselves. Yeah. Uh, now, Ernie Reyes Sr., who plays the uh, Zatch, his name is Zatch. He is yeah. our, our Kung Fu hobo, if you will. Ernie Reyes Sr. did stunts for Street Fighter and Red Sonja. Ooh. Red Sonia connects to our podcast because Ooh, we Conan did the Conan. That's what's up. Ooh-wee. That's our tie-in of the week. What's up? Regularly scheduled. We basically we so we see these kids go to school and we see that they're pretty much like slacking to the T as yeah. far as education goes. Yet they are intelligent enough to like get by in any scenario. I mean, isn't that any like kid in like they have the street smarts, but not the yeah. smarts. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of unfortunate because it's like you got it. But, totally. But you don't care. Now, they, they show us this by having the older brother um, sing to the Baba Ram uh, Bar- Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys. 
replacing Barbara. Yeah, yeah, he says uh, Barbaram instead of Barbaran. Well, like with that being said, you'd think that he was actually somewhat intelligent because they chose him specifically sure. to give the the presentation. So it's like that's what doesn't make sense. it the whole time. You're right. That that kind of doesn't make sense. Like, why was he the person? He's chose the Asian to American chose get... to do this. It's like, well, there's other Asian kids at a school. So this movie is racist. Well, no, specific <laughs> because the fact that the guy is Asian. Yeah, that's racist. Well, they wanted to tie it in. They're like, we're not just white people. Don't worry, guys. Um, now... <laughs> Spotlight's they, not on me this time. They show the, <laughs> I'm staying out of this one. They show the kid um, in his class trying to basically explain that apparently nobody knows where Spain is. Yeah. Because he doesn't. And his way of explaining it is, some people believe it's here. But there's a school of thought who believe it to be over here. And I'm like, oh my god, kid, just say you don't know. Like, I mean, this yeah. is embarrassing. I like that. It kind of made me feel cringy, though. Oh, yeah, it was very cringy. So, it, but he's also whatever. like... So it did, like, the faces of some of the children we see. Oh, god, the one Ugh. with the glasses on. Yeah. Oh, it was like, the, the, the camera's basically... Yeah, the, the lens is, like, down his throat. Like, almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we see Zatch being a, a kung fu hobo, being a badass, and, and beating up all these ninjas in the background. Kung fu hobo. Which... They they explain it a little bit, but it, as someone who's never seen this movie, what did you think of the random ninjas just coming and <laughs> like being beaten up in the background? I mean, being a child of the '90s, I was living for it. Sure, yeah. but uh, I was also kind of like, okay, when is this going to tie in? Like, what does this mean? What is this? So, which I feel like still wasn't really explained very well. Right. Not at all. I mean, they were like General Cheese henchmen, right? Right. Yeah. But like, they, they, they never, they never tell you. Yeah, they never tell no, you. I just figured that they were his henchmen and they were sent to kill him. I mean, that's pretty sure. much the whole deal, right? Sure. Like, and you it knew it was be... gonna tie in at some point. It's called Surf Ninjas. It's not called right. Surf Hangout. Like that's the thing. Surf is like, hangout. I feel like there wasn't like an uh, like. I hear Surf Ninjas. I think the characters should all be should be all about surfing. And ninjas. And, ninja. and it kind of wasn't that. It was kind of just like, hey, this movie has some surfing and some ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's true. But that's not what the movie was. No, no. not at all. And, and I mean, like surf a weird, destiny. It's a weird curveball. <laughs> surf destiny. Man, so, mana surf destiny. So John, <laughs> Johnny doesn't even find out that he knows how to fight until halfway into the movie. Well, that and like Corporal Cheddar is like on their <laughs> ass the whole time. Kind of. I mean, he's really just hanging out at his house. I know, he's waiting for or calls. his lair. Yeah. Which, this <laughs> is my next note, actually, and it's a reoccurring bit that happens in the movie, and it possibly Zach's favorite part of the whole movie. It's so oh, funny. it's absolutely my favorite part of uh, the whole movie. It's also one of my favorite moments in cinematic history ever. So The we fact really? that this whole thing just happens over and over, and it's just as funny, if not funnier, every time. It's Agreed. So it's Colonel it Cheese answering machine. Yeah. Cheese. Colonel Cheese. Or, uh, Colonel Cheese. Colonel Cheese. Finally, yeah. I'm right. Corporal Cheddar. <laughs> it's Corporal Cheddar's <laughs> answering machine. So uh, which is basically him saying, leave a message after the beep. Don't hang <laughs> Don't. up. <laughs> yeah. It's this long ass message so that he can try and get to the phone in time to answer it. And half the time he doesn't get there no. in time. <laughs> and then when he does Did though, you just call and hang up? Yeah, he said that. <laughs> yeah, he says that. <laughs> yeah. uh, which, by the way, we're not mentioning here. 
It's a cordless phone he could be taking with him everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's those gonna... things only have so much range. But... I, I figure 93, the battery, not great. <laughs> yeah. That's what well, I'm going to say. You got a couple like a of Ds in there. Like, when you set it down, it turns it off. So I don't know if it didn't have a button oh. on it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it could have been one of those ones. So where it, like, it was although cordless, it's cordless, it wasn't like you had to have the base with it. Right, okay, it's okay. Be stationary Fair. as possible. I'll, what is that called? I'll roll with that. I believe uh, it's called a receiver. At 11 minutes, 52 seconds... We get Rob Schneider's dong. Hey. He's hanging dong. Yeah, it, it's more of a ding than a dong, though. Definitely more of a ding. <laughs> now, we don't actually get to see his dick. It's uh, he's wearing, he's wearing a wetsuit. Wet suit. Yes. And it's unfortunate that there's any type of bulge because it's extremely unimpressive. Now, I was this, so disappointed. This joke was one of the jokes that I remembered, like, specifically from this movie. And it's when they go to the beach to surf and he's waxing his board. He's turning his fucking surfboard into a candle because he's never surfed. Yeah. He always bails on it and then pretends he's running in as they get out. <laughs> no, he actually runs in when they get oh, out. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, what? The it's so great, though. He's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Oh, <laughs> um, the receiver's the phone? What? It's the actual, like, bit. Like, that you hold. God. Whatever. Was... The history of telephones. Jesus. Hey, why are we're we not calling a, Yeah, we're not a... Why are we calling this? This movie alludes to a harpoon attack. Yeah. To a surfer. This PG-13 alludes to someone being shot with a harpoon a, while surfing. Not someone. A 15-year-old boy. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. Did we mention he's <laughs> yeah. 15? There's some pretty crazy shit going on in this movie, honestly. 15-year-old surfer boy with a nice butt. Rachel had some type of uh, pedophilic feelings during this movie. You told me he's in his 20s. <laughs> he's it's 15. Not that no, he's 15. Zach is Rob Schneider in this movie. Pretty I much. If you ever wanted to know how I am in person, just watch <laughs> this movie and Rob Schneider. That's it's it. Pretty much straight up. I will say, Rob Schneider, this might be like my favorite role of his where like That's everything he says is funny. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think this movie, like, um, I think he actually probably had a big role with his parts because he is a stand up comedian or yeah, was. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah, around the time or before <laughs> SNL, I believe. I think that's how he got picked up on SNL. He was a stand-up comedian. But he's hilarious. And all his lines are like, they feel like stand-up bits. And it uh, yeah, feels like they kind true. of wrote them around the movie or wrote the movie around those, but... Well, and his his character sort of comes out to be some sort of, like, idiot prophet. Yeah, I noticed that. It's, like, yeah, it's strange how does. he says something happens and, uh, and there's like, could Whoa. happen and then it does, and it's kind of like Murphy's Law. But he doesn't comprehend that it's not about... Like, he... He will, like, say something and it'll happen, but it, he comprehends it to be about him, and it's not. Right. He thinks he has some sort of, like, insane power. Right. I mean, he is... might. They never really address it, and everyone could just be selling him short because he's the white guy, but, like... Well, yeah, which because is... he does kind of always think that he's higher up. The... He always mm -hmm. thinks he's one of the princes exactly. and right. stuff, and which was, uh, it was a good touch to the movie, now, to his yeah. character. Now, a little bit of trivia about Rob Schneider here. He is Filipino, which is the same race as Ernie Reyes. Yeah. Both of them. I'm gonna refer if I'm if I just say Ernie Reyes, I'm referring to both of them. No, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, the Royal Reyes. The the Royal ER, if you yeah. will. Uh, <laughs> at one point, so at some point, the, um, some ninjas show up to the their house and uh, try to attack, but uh, Zach shows up and beats ass. 
and punches out a window cross for no fucking reason. <laughs> he had to get in, bro. He had to just, really get in. He, he had couldn't to get just get the, in nope. through one of the huge fucking holes? Fuck no, dude. He nah. had to, it, you gotta be intimidated. What's okay. the fun of that? You know? Yeah, exactly. Sneak? I think not. At one point, we also see one of the ninjas get put onto a stove. Those cheeks were <laughs> singed. Oh, yes. Burnt biscuits. I think I was will. taking notes at that point. Zach was like, damn. We also get to see the worst ninja on the oh, whole crew yeah. who fights Rob Schneider. Who's trying. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. I say fights Rob Schneider, I mean waits to get hit. Yeah. But he looks like he's, he's waiting for that plate. Yeah. Time. I want to bring up a couple of little facts. So, Patusan is the fictional country that the boys find out that they're heirs to, mm-hmm. like being kings. Is that like Thai? It isn't, it's a fake country. No, I know. It looks Taiwanese. That's it, the reason it, why I say anything. It might be. Now, the thing is, the language there is actually a combination of uh. a ton of different Asian languages. Yeah. And so there's there's no way to really break down what they were trying to allude to. So it's supposed to be entirely fictional. Well, then that's cool, yeah. Which I kind of dig that. I thought that was kind of cool. We brought this up for a second, but Ernie Reyes Jr.'s character is only 15 in this, and he's supposed to be 16 in two weeks, which means he's going to be king of Pakistan. Yeah. He's for an arranged marriage, basically, at 16. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we do get to meet his wife in a little bit, or soon-to-be at least, her soon-to-be arranged child bride. Uh, but she looks we, older than him. She does yeah. kind of look older than yeah. him. It was kind of she interesting. She significantly looks older than him. Uh, Not in a bad way, but... We also find out what happened and why they don't live there anymore, and basically Colonel Chi showed up raising, like, hell. I love this scene. This was, oh, yeah, was some good. really good, like, kind of backstory. But it was a good... It was, like, good kung fu. Yeah. yeah, it was really good kung fu, and good, um, just, like, good makeup and stuff, like, because when you oh, see yeah. Zatch get the... The wound on his eye, that shit looked really fucking cool. Which, it's cool, it's cool that he explains his character to be basically the protector of the boy's parents, Mm -hmm. um, which I think that's kind of funny that he, we have an actor whose father is in the movie playing a father figure, but he's not his father in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I I think they did Yeah, yeah, I was expecting him to turn out to be his dad or something. That's the same. I didn't. I wasn't thinking that. I specifically just thought he was like somebody, but it turns out that he is the uncle, so it makes more sense. That is true. I, yeah. I kind of forgot that because that line is sort of just dropped in. Um, oh yeah, he's your uncle. They're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> we also find out why Colonel Chi is like a cyborg. Yeah, he gets like stampeded by an elephant. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, his whole head like crushed and everything. Yeah. Yikes! That was pretty. Pretty brutal. Fake looking. Well, it was great, brutal. but it was brutal. Uh, I just now, like the animatronic. Yeah. <laughs> One of his major uh, like bits as well is that he's afraid of water. He's afraid of getting wet. Well, yeah, because well, he's like because he's, he's got a cyborg. all the cyborgs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now that comes back a couple times. Now Tone Loke, I want to bring this up. Tone Loke was a cop before Ice T. Who was the better officer? Or is oh right? Ice T obviously. I, yeah, yeah, I see. yeah, Tone Luck was just like, what y'all doing? I don't know yet part of this. I don't need a vacation. So I'm going to go on <laughs> I'm like an awesome journey. cop. I don't know what you're talking about. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a good uh, cop. No, I agree. Ice-T plays a better cop. Uh, <laughs> Not to mention, he never once said funky cold Medina. That's true, but he says it like 20 times in the song. Now, Rob Schneider plays, uh, at one point, he fakes being their Irish uncle? <laughs> yeah. Or was Scottish that Irish? uncle? Uh, yeah. Hitler stash. No, he, he was Scottish, though. But he does accent. have a Hitler stash. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, playing with his legs in a wheelchair, like, folding them over each yes. other more often than he should. He's very 
over the top. He's a 30-year-old man playing a child, playing an older man. (laughs) Another 30-year-old man. A Hitler aficionado. (laughs) He's just a dude pretending to be a dude. (laughs) This guy's guy's another dude. dude. (laughs) Exactly. Before Robert Downey Jr. did it. So Rob Schneider's the innovator here. (laughs) Which Rob is better? (laughs) Oh my god! Battle of the Robs! Zombie it's just tough, comes in. but I think I know where I align with that one. Rob Schneider, obviously. Schneider, obviously. Have you seen the animal? Um, now this this movie this movie features a Sega Game Gear mobile device, which was Hell the yeah. answer to the Nintendo Game Boy. Um, um, now I didn't have one of these, and I didn't know that they were real I didn't until either. watching this movie again. I had an original Game Boy at one point. Those were like pretty big bricks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had the original Sega, and it's about the same size <laughs> as that I held. Yeah, for real. Um, I still have it. That's true. That's actually true. Um, now, the, the kid complains that he was playing Shinobi, but it was gone. Yeah, it, like, disappeared. Are either of you familiar with the game Shinobi? Absolutely not. I want to say fuck yes. I feel like you would be. We're going to look it Is up. that in the okay. vein of, like, Mortal Kombat? I think mm. that it's more in the vein of Ninja Gaiden. Yes, absolutely. It's way more like Ninja Gaiden. I think I have played a very old version of this game on the PlayStation 2. But but this is like an old game that like goes back. So I don't know if that's like, was that the thing? Is like they were doing like some kind of like product placement sort of? I, so that's what I think, because there's a couple of shots of specific product things. And I think that they maybe had a deal with Sega. As well as Suzuki, as you kind of like brought up, yeah. And that became all of the very cars obvious. were very Suzuki. Yeah, every single one of them, and I was like, "These are tight." Um, like we could find any of those anymore. Now there's there's sort of another level of product placement in this movie, and this is why I brought this up. So he says he was going to play Shinobi, but his game's gone, and the game that comes on is Surf Ninja's the game. Yeah, is Surf Ninja a game? It is. Oh, okay. But the game he's playing is not the real Surf Ninja's game. It's the that movie. exists. <laughs> but, right? Well, yes, well, what he's playing in the game is the movie that's happening. But, I mean, there is a real Surf Ninjas game. Sure. Uh, but it's not the same game he's playing in the movie. But the game he's playing in the movie is a real game that they made for him to play in the movie. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. So there's two Surf Ninjas games, well, they but only one of them is direct to market. One yeah. of them was specifically for the movie. Right. Which is pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. I think it's a pretty interesting concept. Now, they also use this um, this Game Gear. This is what I wanted to bring up. Now, Rob Schneider's character, I said he was kind of this idiot prophet mm-hmm. because he does sort of prophesize things, but it's sort of backwards. He doesn't quite get it right. Yeah. But the kid is said to be the prophet, and he sort of prophesizes using the Game Gear, yeah. which he does, technically speaking. Legally. But then later on... Later on, he's basically told, no, you don't need this. It's been inside you the whole time. Except for the whole time, he's pretty much only been a prophet through the game. Exactly. So I don't know yeah, why there's any evidence to what happens, that. and that's how he... I wonder exactly. if it's, like, him projecting, though. Like, if that's, like, the whole thing. Like, is that's like, since the, he like has it, like, it's easier for him to just right. put it into something that he can see. Totally. Instead of just, like, oh, in my mind's eye, I see that I am a bad bitch. Like, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think this is a very interesting concept for the movie. I think the movie is very confused on what they wanted to do with the profit thing. Yes. Yeah. And so they kind of mixed both. I agree. <clears throat> Maybe um, they're just trying to stay away from making it too, like, Star Wars-y. Um, sure. Yeah. I could see them going that way. Or maybe... Or they didn't have a good enough thing to use for the kid. Or maybe Robert Schneider's character was written in after. And they pulled some of the kid's, like, stuff from him to give to Rob Schneider's character. Yeah, yeah that's a possibility. That's which happens. Yeah, well, yeah stuff like I that know, happens. Yeah, because he's a bigger name than the rest of them. <clears throat> yeah, he's the comic I, I think, relief. 
I think that might be yeah. a possibility. Um, I could see that. This movie's score is super dope. I'm just going to say that right uh-huh. now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah David Cate did a really... Uh, I Mr. think that's Kitty. how you say it. Um, he did a really good job, though. Like, all the songs... Uh, the whole score was, like, pretty dope. It's, like... It's super like, 90s. It's, like, 90s, it's like, surf, 90s. like, rock. And then you get, yeah. like, hints of, like, um, like Asian, uh, like, instruments. Yeah. But then there's also, like... Yeah, there was a sitar at one point, and then um, I heard that. Yeah, we got some like kind of jazzy, like soul R and B sort of stuff. I think. Y'all, or... we gotta make this a new album. Well, then we also off of Surf Ninja. What was the song at the very end that we got too, with uh, featuring Marky Mark? That was yeah. Oh, that was at the end. That, um, uh, so that was uh, Pandemonium. Okay. featuring Marky Mark. Right. Um, and that song was called, uh, hang on, I Shazammed it, actually. Oh, okay, awesome. Uh, but it was, it was made for this movie. This motherfucker has Shazam and he keeps asking me what my music is on the TV. <laughs> you know that Siri has Soundhound in it? I actually didn't know No, that. I didn't. So you can ask Siri what song's playing and she'll just tell you. I don't fucking trust Siri, really? dude. She's a bitch. <laughs> Are you playing Pokemon? No, I'm not. I'm on Shazam looking at the goddamn movie. During uh, the <laughs> final attack on the, the kid's home... Doing my job! <laughs> a ninja attempts suicide by jumping off the top of their house for no reason. Head first. Did he? Yeah. I, thought I mean, basically... It kind of seemed like it. Oh, no, I... he just... Well, the kid, like, sees it in the game, and then he jumps down to attack Zatch, but then Zatch just steps back, and the guy slams into the ground. Yeah. So it was like, oh, okay. Well, that guy was suicidal. <laughs> and then Zatch, like, steps on his hand or something. <laughs> it's the ominous... Uh, game Gear, dude. That's what it is. Yeah. I got a god console. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> console of the gods. Uh, this is where we also find out that Zatch blew their house up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he, he filled it with gas. Yes. He's Which, like, that's weird. Like, he filled the house with gas. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not there anymore. Boom. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, and then all the while, this is where Rob Schneider's character has, like, a breakdown because he thinks that he, like, made the house blow up by saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, it keeps happening, though. Every time he mentions something, I, he's like, yeah, what if someone fell? And then well, someone yeah, falls. And, and then, Well, I think the, the first time, they're, or when they're at the beach originally, he says something along the lines of, uh, I wish I could just find out that I was a king or something like that. And then the boys find out that they're the heirs to the kingdom. Yeah. And so, uh, like, there's a lot of it in the huh, movie. Yeah. Um, we cut to Colonel Chi sharpening an electric uh, turkey carver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with like a grindstone. Yes, and then he trips on the cord and falls he trips into on the some cord. Wa- almost falls into some water. Excuse me, and then has like a meltdown over that because he's afraid of getting because uh, his name is Colonel Cheese. Yes, because his name is Colonel. He Cheese. melted down. Um, God with damn his it! Turkey slicer to make a sandwich with his cheese. <laughs> he threatens uh, one of the guys that's working for him, and that's we get another example. God damn it! We get another example of <laughs> the, the, rings. the answering machine, exactly. Um, He's like, hang on one second, and fucking has to, like, run up all these stairs. And so I he, love all the But stairs. he gets it, and he has a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically finds out that the kids got away. We then cut back to the kids who are now in Little Patusan. Little Patusan. So they're all, like, <laughs> what? Yeah, okay. All of a sudden, it connects back to, uh, uh, L.A. Yeah, exactly. Somehow. Um... Love Lil' Ernie Reyes Jr. meets his arranged child bride here, who is older than him. Uh, at one point, Rob Schneider complains that he couldn't sleep because everything smells like chow mein. <laughs> yeah. Which I do have quotes, but I wanted to just bring that up specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I'd be stoked if something smelled like That's what I was saying. I was like, I don't think that's Dude, a I'd bad thing. Dude, I'd fall asleep so easy. As long as it wasn't, like, going bad. It's just, like, the As long warm. as I wasn't hungry. Oh, yeah. I was a little bit annoyed by something that had to do with this game in this movie. The kid will actively make decisions in the game yes. and oh then gosh, do it in real life. Yeah. I thought that was weird. I'm like, why don't you just do it? And then yeah. be done. I thought yeah. maybe the game was like showing him. So he has to make the choice there. I don't think he would need to make the choice. Or I like, think it would just be like a guide. Yeah, You know, it was if weird. anything, like he wouldn't, I don't know. Octopus, 500 points. This is also where we find out that Ernie Reyes Jr. discovers that he's a black belt. <laughs> oh, he had no idea. I had no idea I was a black belt. Yeah. I had no Who clue. Who knew my thighs were made out of pure sinew? Who would have thought that 15-year-old Johnny was had 25 years of black belt training and experience? Well, and he, he acts like all of a sudden his like body is different. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's been jacked the whole movie. Yeah. Which you so couldn't stupid. tell in his baggy 90s gear. I don't know about that. I mean, I could tell in that no. wetsuit. Oh my god. Ernie Ray has seen your bitch slaps a dude. You're in this fight too. Just sort of bitch slaps a guy. Fuck yeah, dude. He like distracts him and then slaps him in the face. You gotta lay it down sometimes. Now right after this, he legitimately kicks a dude right in the fucking face. And I don't mean like spin kicks. I mean jumps up and kicks a dude in the face. I bet you that guy was And the dude up. falls to the ground, gets up, holding his jaw and walks out of frame. So I was like, he actually just kicked oh, that guy in the no. fucking mouth. Damn. <laughs> um, I, I gotta say, like, some of the fight choreography in this movie was, like, amazing. It was so good. Do you know why? Because it was done by the two main actors in the movie. Right. <laughs> some of it was not so great. Yeah. But I think it's because it, you know, they had to showcase, like, some certain scenes. But, like, otherwise, like, the really intense fights, like, looked so good. They totally. looked so good. Like, that last one? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Absolutely. And even that explosion with the house, which I forgot oh, to bring yeah. up. That looked really good, too. This had some, like, good visual shit going on. Yeah. I don't know why I can't find a budget for this movie, but I feel like they spent some money making it. Oh, I think yeah. that that's I why... Yeah. I think that it was more than 6.1... Or, or 5.9. I think it's more than what yeah. they made? And I think that's why they didn't release the budget. Probably, sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was 4.9, by the way. Oh, was it? It was almost 5. Okay. Uh, now, he, he does one of my favorite things that he does in this movie here, Ernie Reyes Sr. Uh, he grabs a dude by the nose with chopsticks and <laughs> throws him. Yeah. Yeah. Defeating the laws of everything that we know to exist on this planet. <laughs> uh, those things would have broke. No. Uh, it's called Kung Fu, dude. Tone Lok uh, magically fucking appears again as the detective who has been. He appeared once I'll in the movie for a minute. I'm looking for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And he just decides to get on the boat with them and go with them. He needs a vacation. Yeah. Which, by the way, as an officer, you know that you do not. No, he didn't get on the boat with them. They put him to sleep, and they just took him. No, he was well, gonna go. But he got on the boat by himself to follow them because he was trying to pull them off. And that's I when they. they oh, okay. Because what happens? I thought I, it was before they got on yeah. the boat. Well, yeah. I have a note about this here because what happens is Zatch comes up behind him and just breaks his neck and puts him to sleep. <laughs> yeah, just puts him to sleep. And break him. Then he responds. Oh yeah, goes, baby. Goes, sleep is good or something <laughs> oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um. It was really awkward that he said anything. But it's fine. Yeah, I hated that. Weird. I hated that he yeah, even had I a line. Yeah, I get some sleep. Now, police officers, I would think, know that when they go outside of their county or, say, Jurisdiction? State, they don't have jurisdiction, right? Right. Okay. He straight up tries to arrest two very obviously non-American uh, mercenaries yeah. who are pointing guns at him at one point in this movie. Oh yeah, he thought it would help. He's uh, the worst fucking cop I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, he's terrible. It's probably because he's actually a musician. <laughs> well, I don't know. He also explains that, um, that he perpetually eats a key every Tuesday, then 
<laughs> yeah. Shoots it out. A key to his handcuffs. He didn't say shit. Oh, that's true, but... I mean, we all know the deal, but... You think you can hold it in there for uh, seven full days and then puke it out? Who said he keeps it in there the seven full days? Yeah, I figured it was like... I figured it was like, like Wednesday. 9, 9 p.m. Yeah, maybe Wednesday morning or 9 p.m. He's... I mean... He's now I'm just confused, because in my mind I'm thinking he's swallowing it in case this ever happens. Right. Well, he is. But if it's only in there for one day, then why are you only... Like, oh, I just hope it happens on a Tuesday. <laughs> you know? Or maybe Wednesday morning. Maybe he's got a secret pocket in his esophagus. I'm gonna go with that one. So that he can just go... That one's probably more logical, yeah. I'm gonna go with that one. Also, we find out that in Patusan you can't buy knives. Also, esophagus. Which is actually one of the... One of the better jokes in this movie because every character basically gets a chance to like make it at Zatch's yeah. expense. Thing. Yeah. You but can't I, buy knives. But it was so funny because he's basically Zatch is trying to explain that the the blades in Patusan are so like mystical and great that you can't even buy them with your money. And they're like, Oh well then how do you get a knife? And yeah. like basically <laughs> like, they're all you... making fun of him after that. Yeah. Uh um, even our boy Tone does it. He's like, I would say something, but I don't have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> we get to see the penultimate Ernie Reyes fight where Senior and Junior go against each other. Yes. Against. Well, it's that, like, rite of passage when he's he's training. Right. Uh, he's making sure oh. that Junior can do what he's got to do. Of course, he, he beats ass because he's like, I, mean, I know you have way more experience than me, and I didn't know that I was a black belt until about 12 hours ago, but... You're an old man, and I've got stamina <laughs> that you don't have, so... You're gonna learn Young, today. dumb, and full of perseverance. During this sequence, when he picks up a sword to fight back, it's glowing gold and opera music plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you can this tell it's just someone... This is our second opera music cue, I think, too. And you can Absolutely. tell it's someone off the side of the screen with, like, a gold mirror just, like, Yeah, totally, <laughs> reflecting <laughs> light straight at him. Absolutely. And they're all like, what the hell? Like, everyone's face is confused <laughs> in that moment. And then they kind of proceed on this long-ass trudge that they're going on to eventually uh, fight Colonel Chi. At one point, Ernie Reyes Sr. pushes Rob Schneider down a hill. Yeah. It's because everyone else fell. Yes, but he pushes him, but then smiles. The only smile he gives in this movie. He just watches him fall and laughs. And kind of does the thing with his head, like you're watching somebody fall and hit something, but he does it over and over again, so yeah. it's like he's hitting stuff on the way down. That scene, for me, was awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was really awkward, the kid riding Tone Loke down the oh hill. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought so that was, weird. like, so not necessary. Absolutely. And like, he's, like, doing it like a cowboy, like... Yeah, Tone Loke just kind of became, like, a, a toboggan of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> toboggan Loke is what they call him now. Right. That's what Tone's short for. A lot of people don't know that. Ernie Reyes uh, Jr. decides to cut some chains with a sword and... Instead of taking the arms off, which I thought would have been more yeah, logical. Yeah, absolutely. Really? Uh, the chains that are holding Tone Loke and his younger brother's <laughs> arms, by the way, because they're held up by mercenaries. Uh, I think taking the arms off, logical decision. <laughs> way easier, too. Tone was really scared that that was going to happen. He's like, what you doing? I mean, more interesting movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and we, then, like, their hands just are, like, fine, like, in the next scene. In, yeah, they don't no even one talks it. about it. Yeah, exactly. Now, Very... Family Guy of them. This is a risque PG movie. We get I a singular think... bitchin' in this movie. Yeah, from a child. And yes. a girl talking about their wedding night. That's true. She's talking about getting kinky on her wedding night. Which So that scene, I wanted to bring this up, actually. When, we, when she goes and says something to them in, in their the native, native language. Hatusanian language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she says something. I thought it would have been better if the guy had just shot her instead of, like, 
following her. <laughs> yeah, but it's a kid's movie. But Anyways. I do like that she was able to use her womanly wiles, though. She's just kind of like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, four guys are like, hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's this virginal girl, and then she has her... Well, I have, the quote, beat their ass. I have the quote on what happens oh, after please. that. But we do quotes at the end, so. Please do. Oh, you um, do quotes at the end. We find wow, out have that. Have you not listened to an episode? She's a fake fan. She's not even a fan. <laughs> we just got her in here today. They paid uh, me handsomely. Yeah, we were paying her all the. I had to give my whole stimulus check to her, so. <laughs> <laughs> Mama is rolling in money. Can't go now, anywhere. We find out that Ernie Reyes Sr. smokes cigs. Oh, yeah. In this? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I know I should quit or something. And Can I just say, why did he have to pull out the cigarettes if all they needed was the light? <laughs> I was really confused by that. I was like, yeah. why is he talking and about cigarettes? And then he's like, oh, here's both. And they're like... He's like, I just really need a smoke I right mean, now, I mean, that's guys. what I was thinking. Maybe he was like, God, good point. I gotta pull one of these things out, too. We really need a light. Here's a cigarette. I'm like, where the fuck's the lighter? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Was it like self-lighting was... cigarettes? No, he pulled it out after. Oh, okay. He like pulled out the, the cigarettes, and then he's like... Here's he the lights, lighter on he the lights side. them on a grindstone. He just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There's like a flint in the cigarette. Yeah. Like a Beyblade. Right here, Rob Schneider tells Zatch that he should get a patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think we've even mentioned this yet, but Zatch has one eye and an eye patch on the other <laughs> side. Well, I, I mentioned the scar on his eye, okay, the, okay. the wound, so. so oh my um, gosh, I didn't get and we that. Called it, didn't we call him the one eyed hobo yeah, ninja? Yeah, uh, I called him the hobo ninja. Oh, I might have yeah. said one eye. I don't know. The Cyclops. One eye, in this one movie. horn, flying purple Jesus. hobo ninja. Fucking. <laughs> He's their uncle, guys. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. We kind of see them all getting ready to go do this fight, blah, 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 because they've rescued some uh, some people from the mercenaries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, they all get their headbands. Except yeah, then for Rob Schneider, like, and he's kind of like, about it. So no, then Zatch goes but to put he's it like on. expecting it, though. He's like, yeah. uh, 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 like Because he still thinks that he's a king, and that this whole thing is a ruse so that he won't yeah. be murdered. Yeah. Ain't that just a play on how white people are? Zatch puts the headband onto um, Rob Schneider's character, and tightens it super tight. Yeah. In my opinion, Rob Schneider's head should have exploded. Right there. Oh, yeah, that guy was that strong, yeah. Yeah, I mean, per right? He's like... Okay, yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page here. Yeah. Let's make this an R-rated film. Now, I know that we've made this movie sound extremely fun, and it is. At an hour and five minutes, I had to look at the clock and see yeah, when this I movie know. was going to fucking be over. And it's because so much shit happens. Yeah, really. I'm, I felt like I was getting, like, fatigue from yeah, watching this movie. Because you were watching them go on that weird-ass parade where they were all dancing to weird music in the Suzuki, and they all got their headbands on, and yeah. it was tight, but at the same time, it's like, Jesus Christ, we don't need, like, ten minutes of them walking down the street. Do you recall what I asked you at an hour and five minutes when I paused the movie, or before I paused the movie? How long has this been on? Yeah. yeah. What did you both say? <laughs> I, I said an hour and a half. <laughs> I didn't. I was just like, yeah, I guess. It felt wow, like it. it wasn't even much longer after you paused it. It was 15 minutes, basically, yeah. after oh that. Oh, my God. Minutes. Now, here's the thing. The movie's entertaining, mm -hmm. as we've made it kind of sound, obviously, and I'm not done yet with, with the movie, but the pacing is fucking weird. Yeah. It is so weird. Oh, yeah. We get one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in a movie where people decide that the quickest way to travel across an ocean is to carve up a bunch of surfboards <laughs> and teach a bunch of people that have never surfed in their whole lives how to surf. That's yeah. because except those they, people are the best carvers. Except they don't surf, though. They boogie board until yeah, the very end. They just kind of paddle out. And then they They, they had surf. to bring back They the surf back part. onto the beach. Yeah. Which, okay. How Do you guys think, which I definitely do, 
Did anybody got hurt filming that scene Absolutely. at the end where they are actually surfing together and it's the group surf? Maybe. Yeah. I kind of think it was a bunch of people that actually did know how to surf, though. No, absolutely, yes. But there are two scenes in, like, in frame, or two shots, rather, where you can see people almost collide yeah. with each other and have to overcorrect and almost fall. Yeah. And at one point, a dude does fall, and the camera immediately moves it so that he goes out of frame. Yeah. So I'm thinking somebody Probably got really a, fucking hurt making not, like, this scene. Really hurt, or they, they just like got hurt. didn't have the time to like film that again. Maybe, but Light, I was with natural lighting and everything. That's oh, always yeah, like that's I was just like, my god, though, that's a lot of dudes and a lot of surfboards, and you could really get fucked up out there yeah. if you get like if you fell. I also want to comment on the fact that their brand new surfboards were much rockier looking than their ones on the water. <laughs> Yeah. There was yeah. a little bit too much finish on those, which I understand, because yeah. that's the only way to actually surf, but... Um, yeah, it was something. Those raw edge ones. Remember, though, that's that's the quickest way to get across the ocean, yeah. if you're going to do it, so... Just sit down, yeah, I was wondering, everyone hand-carve their own. Like, what was the Wax distance? It. Was it, like, a 20-minute paddle, or what? Yeah, I know. I, I feel, feel like, like I'd be too exhausted to the surf. Like, there, you're like, dude, leave me here, I'm done. Yeah, I'm like, well, let's I'll catch up. And think about Junior's bod. He was not tired. That's true. Uh, I, I that was the other thing. I was like, well, if they're like, if they're all like really good, like they surf often. They didn't look maybe like they, they were all that fit though. Maybe not. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention at all. All that, but uh, I don't know. Well, there was like old people in it too. You know, I don't know. <laughs> were there? Yeah, there was like young people in there too. Young old. Young old people? Young, old young oldies. Those good like young old people. Year old people. And then old young people, too, apparently, because we have 30-year-old playing a teenager. <laughs> right. Okay, no, it's, like it's getting confusing at this point. So, they do get to the beach, and we get sort of a battle scene. Um, Rob Schneider running with a sword screaming and a camera basically that up his nose. So what was that weird. shot? Just why? him screaming. <sighs> he's uh, like, here, like, why? Robbie, you're going to need this sword. He's like, are you sure we're splitting up? And he's like... Yeah, and then he just runs off screaming. <laughs> yeah, like, like what, what the fuck? And I don't think we see him do anything with it at all. No, he does. He, like, hits somebody. Oh, one time? One time. Okay. Because uh, then we, he picks it up later. We do get another bit here that I think is pretty funny <laughs> and that I actually recalled from a, uh, my childhood where a guy gets thrown down this huge stone staircase. By the girl. By the girl. Yeah. The battle goes on. At the very end, he shows up again. She throws, or the, then Johnny kicks him back mm -hmm. down, Ernie Reyes Jr. He throws him. There's was it Johnny or was it Zatch? It might have been Zatch, actually. I think it was Zatch. Okay. Was it? Because it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was. the third... We'll get there. Okay. There, it, it, there is a third time, but we'll get there, because it's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ernie Reyes Jr. bats a bullet into a car tire using a sword. Which was badass. Yeah, I mean, anytime a movie has uh, using a sword to deflect bullets, I'm all in. Yep. I, I loved it. It was cheese dick, but I loved it. it. The most kung fu shit I've ever seen. I loved it. Uh, yeah. I'm conflicted about Colonel Chi as a character. I hate his name for him because it's racist as fuck for this white guy to be called Colonel <laughs> Chi. Agreed. But um, it's like a generic name in Asian culture, to be honest. It's kind of like Smith. However, he's wearing samurai ar armors, which makes me believe maybe... Well... In the in the original story, they were saying that he was an immigrant or something like okay. that. Immigrant who, like, uh, climbed the ranks or something like that. Okay. So it makes sense why he's white. And otherwise, he was probably adopted. But still, 
But he doesn't fight. He uses an M16. Yes. Yeah, he just kind of has guns. But it's so... Well, it in the original story, he, he did have a sword, but... It's right. because he got destroyed. Sure. Well, and we do see that his, his cyborg arm malfunctions quite a bit. Which, yeah. um, young boy is able to control somehow. Yeah, it's, it's, kind it's of, part of the yeah. Game Gear thing. Yeah. Totally. That, that's what didn't make sense. It kind of seemed like he was controlling his brother, but he no. wasn't. But was? Now, did Colonel Chi technically defeat Colonel Chi? <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, I don't know. It depends. Uh, I would still say that Ernie did. Because Ernie... I think Colonel Ernie, G. you can't say you can't say that. The royal Ernie, it's Ernie Jr. Okay, buddy. Just say Junior. Senior. You gotta say Junior in this. We say Junior in this household. <sighs> We're an Ernie Reyes Junior Senior household here. Oh my god. Okay. I'm a junior household all the way. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that scene was pretty great. Um, because you know he just goes, "Oh, water!" Yes. Right before he falls in, and then uh, and then smokes. gets electrocuted. Yeah. yeah. Does uh, he die? Yeah, the, I I would say it's safe to say he died. Th- I think that's he got the illusion. By an all his all his cyborg bits would have uh, shorted Fried out. Him. Yeah. On that, who made him into a cyborg? That's that's a really good yep. question. Yeah, like his yes. his legion of of engineers and he, scientists. They were all in a cave, like. There and he had a cordless phone. What of it? You know what? I'm just... Yep. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. You know? Like, it just doesn't really... I'm gonna stick to my guns and just say yep. yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. On this one. We do finally get to see the arranged child marriage, which I'm still very conflicted about. Is that not what's happening at the end? No, they're just celebrating them. Uh, it, it, oh. It's like the official announcement and everything. It's okay. like, yeah, the ceremony... The ceremony. Okay. Ceremony to be like, thank you so much for saving us. And, and stuff. also, they're kings, or he's yeah. king now. Okay, cool. I thought it was the marriage. She's I was still a little technically weirded out. princess, is what they call her when she gets up there. Gotcha. And she doesn't want to get married anyway. So, two things happen here. We get to see the guy who flew down the stairs. Uh, <laughs> he is back up there again. He's back again. Back he at it. Back. And they just sort of tell him, "No, we won." Just go, and he throws himself down the stairs, ass first. Yeah. Why? What? I know. I mean, what? he didn't want to have to fight anymore, man. But walk, just walk. Just you walk think he down. could really walk up there after falling down that many stairs twice? I thought it would have been a little bit better if he got like even more upset over all that and was like, "No, I just walked the fuck back up here. I'm gonna come kick your ass, dude." But then, sure enough, being Ernie Riz <laughs> Jr. <laughs> he kicks his ass down the stairs again, and then that's... Thank you! Yes. Or, he comes up and he's like, I worked really hard for this, can I just join? Dude, I, all I want to say is this guy's calves have to be fucking huge. Like, this guy's got to look like a billy goat. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks like he's been walking on the sides of mountains his whole life. I'm surprised he did the trip three, three times, times in one day. <laughs> that's, Dude, that's the first time maybe he stayed four, down there. Technically. Four to get up there initially. Yeah. He was up there in the first place, right? Oh my dude. god. No. The other thing that occurs here is we get Baba Ram. We find out that Baba Ram is here. Yeah. He's in Patusan. So they do the song again. Yeah. Well, and he calls them dude in the most Asian accent. Yeah, he does. And uh, now, Kian uh, Young, Kian Young, who plays Baba Ram, uh, he's in the Crank movies, he's in Dude, Where's My Car, and he's in Men in Black 3. And he does a ton of voice acting. He is. I just watched Men in Black 3 last night. Nice. 
That's awesome. That's I totally know who he was in it then. Bro. That's cool. That's awesome. Which one is he? Uh, when they go to the like Chinese restaurant and they're like, oh. they're like, you're trying to sell yes. all these aliens as like food or whatever. He's like, he's like, that's an earth fish for sure. He's like, you're going to be in trouble for arresting me. That's a hate crime. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. like, yeah, it would be if you're actually Chinese and like reveal that he's like an alien. So. Right. Oh, that's funny. Um, now, he's done a bunch of voice acting and stuff that I've probably watched. I mean, he did Batman, Batman Beyond, Teen Titans... Pretty much fucking everything yeah. that you can you can grab, and that's it. I mean, that's the movie. I have some quotes, and we'll I mean we'll probably go through those. Is this movie racist? I don't think so, personally. I don't know. <laughs> Is it? I kind of don't think so. Okay. I only don't think so because first of all, it was basically put together by Asian people. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of my thought. I think that the movie's self-aware enough for them to be like, no, we picked the white guy to be the bad guy and to do this on purpose. Well, like, yeah, no, and, yeah. And I mean, if they give him the backstory of being like... A f- like a foreigner. An immigrant. Yeah. Like, that works. Totally. I don't think this movie's racist. I think this is... I think this is actually kind of a good movie. I would agree. Um, I mean, but... Everyone has their own thoughts on what is and isn't racist. To be no, fair. totally. So, totally. Like, unless you didn't somehow that this was clearly put together by these two people that are related. Sure. And I think that it would be easy to to say, like, oh, this movie's just racist. Yeah, the very beginning. But, like, maybe it's not, though. And I think this movie actually sticks up for Asian culture, like... I think it's really, like, actually a very strong movie for Asian culture and the fact that it even is, like, I'm not even gonna pick a real Asian country to try to stick up for. I'm just gonna say singularly... Yeah. This is what we're gonna go for. Well, they talk a lot about, um, like... Asian-American... Totally. ...immigrants, like, stuff like that. So it's actually, like, an interesting homage, if you will. Well, and it's, like, totally about tradition and family and stuff, mm-hmm. too. So I, I don't and think... And Rob Schneider movie... just being the white person <laughs> that feels like he's entitled well, to Well, and they portray him as the idiot. he's not. Yeah. Like, every like... white person in this movie is a dumbass. Yeah. Except for the kid's step... Or, like, fake dad. Yeah, Mac. Mac. Their, their guardian. Who is, like, a good dude. Is he... So he knew the family beforehand, correct? Yeah, they, sh- they show he, like, him a, uh, a taking, taking them on the boat... I think he was sort of like, or just um, like a, I honestly thought like he was the a fisherman help, a random or like, guy. You think so? I don't. I don't know. I was. I was kind of writing notes at that point. So I. Uh, mean, I think I was writing notes too. But like, I feel like, was he like the help, or was he like a soldier? Was he like a, a ship man? Yeah, I don't see. I thought he was like just like the help, like that they just had there maybe. But I don't know. It's hard me? to say. I don't know. I wouldn't just. It trust could have been anybody. like a relations thing. Do you guys have any quotes written down? Um, I wrote a few. Oh, yes. Um, we got the Moto Surf, which I did kind of want to do an intro where we were all going to say Moto Surf, <gasps> since Ooh, we it was all three of us. Um, but I just thought the Gumby line was, like, too good to oh, okay, go so with that one. The the guy's name is, uh... It was, like, Gumbay. Gumbay. Mm-hmm. Which they... Or s- They also make another joke saying, like, is that, uh... You mean, like, the friend of Poke or something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, Like, the horse. Yeah, like, and that's the girl's dad, right? She's the son of Gumbay. Uh, I think Correct. so. I yeah. don't... No, he was just the guy. I think he was the guy that owned he was the just restaurant. The, yeah, he was just the oh, guy. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, just the restaurant guy. Um, but they said the poke thing because they're talking about Gumby, Gumby. and then so Rob Schneider calls him Gumby. Straight up calls him Gumby. The principal of the school uh, references uh, the Asian-American child going to do ethnic style. <laughs> yeah. 
um, as the presentation. Very and then 93. goes right into Barbara Ann. Yes. Which, oh yeah, totally. And then they play the whitest fucking song yeah. ever. One of the earlier quotes that I really liked was when they hear a, a sound in the kitchen. This is when they introduce Rob Schneider. Mm-hmm. Ernie Reyes Jr. says, it was probably that dumb cat knocking something over. And then Adam says, we have a cat. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good line for me. I was like, okay. We see uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. do some, like, cool sword work, and so his uh, soon-to-be wife is like, isn't he amazing or something like that? And then Rob Schneider uh, says, yeah, he can get a job as a sushi chef, no problem. Yes, that was a great line. (laughs) Yes. So my next quote is, I just found out that I was adopted last night. You were adopted last night? <laughs> Why didn't he adopt you when you were babies? <laughs> that was a great line. He did yeah. adopt us when we were babies. I just want you to know I felt really safe in your arms, and I've never said that to a man before. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. I wrote it down, but I totally forgot I had that one. <laughs> and then he's gone, and he's like, oh, where'd he go? I'm going to miss him. Yeah, oh, he says, I miss him I already. I miss him already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ernie Reyes Jr. says, hey, take your hands off my Betty. At yeah. one point, which I'm like... Yeah, he calls her his Betty, which did, is weird. Did people call... They're like female partner Betty. Is that like slang? We used to say shit like that all the time. Yeah, like, not like okay. really like in relationships, but like. But was that like a a normalized no. slang thing in the early nineties? Was this movie trying to make fetch happen? I think oh. it was trying to make fetch happen. Okay, maybe yeah. I also okay. love how she's like an independent woman after she's like our family set this up, but. I don't know if I want to even get married. I don't know if I want this or that. And she's like, but we can still date. She's like this super developed character. Yeah. They, like, don't dive into really, but they give you hints of. Yeah. Um, We get my favorite Rob Schneider line in the movie, which people (laughs) ask for no MSG and you put it in anyway, right? Yeah. He shakes his head. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I knew it. Yeah, he says, I knew it. He was a really good, like, comic relief for for this whole movie. Everyone needs a redhead comic relief. Rachel, what are we rating this movie out of this week? Sweet muscles. Uh, Out of five of ERJ's muscles. Like biceps, triceps. I'll let you pick. Any five. Any five muscles you wish. How many are you giving this movie? I'm going to say a 3.5. Solid. Okay. And do you recommend this movie? I don't know, because it's not like something I feel like everyone's going to want to sit down and watch. Was this movie better than what you expected it to be? Absolutely, yes. Okay. And, And did you enjoy this movie? Yeah. I think that that's. I think that's awesome. That's, yeah, that's a solid answer. Okay, Zach. Out of ERJ's muscles, I I would give it a three. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, I think I'm being kind of generous. I think really it kind of deserves like maybe a two, two point five. Um, but my reasoning is that like the comedy is on point, yes. and it like it kept me with the movie the whole time. So that was good. The fighting was pretty good. They had some good visual stuff for the most part. There was like a weird kind of. CGI when they were doing the surf paddle thing. Yeah, there's this weird CGI moment, or it looked CGI. Yeah, maybe it was just because the background, but it made the whole thing look CGI. Well, they did have a they did have a because they had the fake like island. Right, they had the matte background. It just it made everything else look so weird. So I was like, okay, whatever. But I don't necessarily think it's like a good movie. But like, I was extremely entertained and I had a good time. But like, it was missing so much more. Leslie Nielsen, honestly, like, I agree. So like, why was that character really there just for that to happen? Yeah. You know, like, I wish it would have been a little more intense and a little bit more about him. I agree with everything that both of you said, but I'm giving this movie a 3.5 because I... Okay. I, really, <laughs> I thought you were going to say 5. No, oh, God, I really yeah. love this movie. I think it's really, really funny. I think it's actually really competently written and directed and... 
like an overall enjoyable experience. Uh, Agree. I know that it's not like super great, but yeah. I, but I'm watching a movie called Surf Ninjas, yeah. and like yeah. the fact that I was entertained for at least half of the movie, and I, I that's not even me being generous. I was entertained for almost the entire movie. Agreed. Yeah. Um, me too. I think that it deserves a three point five. That's all on that. We finished a short film. Yeah. Called the Basement. Uh, and like oh, yeah. everybody worked on it, uh, and it was awesome. Oh, I didn't. But you were here, and it was moral support. Mm. I was there. Um, ch- 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 that's not true. You if you want to see help. Rachel, go watch uh, doing the dishes. dishes. And actually, that's Rachel, true. she's underplaying herself. She did help with this video. She helped apply makeup. I did. I did. Official makeup did. artist. So um, <laughs> I'm the makeup artist in this one. So d- don't let her not give herself credit. Uh, go check that I took out. A nap. That's the only reason why I'm saying that. If you're curious about where to find that, it is the link probably in our bio. Yeah. Go follow us on Instagram at wawwtpod. Yep. Um, leave us a review on uh, iTunes, Castbox, Spotify, Stitcher. Yes. Um, you got them all. I got them all this time. It only took like twenty fucking episodes. Tune in next week when Zach gets familiar with Jankum and Shawnee to dozen dryer sheets. <laughs> Peace. Why are we watching this? <laughs>